Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Vince McMahon, loved by many, but hated by a lot more people. He is reportedly going to be producing the rebranded version of NXT. WrestleMania 38, could we get another two-night event in Dallas? And WWE superstar formerly known as Braun Strowman, Adam Schur, announces his first post-WWE booking. We're going to jump into all of those stories and more in today's Top Story. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Top Story. I'm Jose G. Next to me, the the extraordinary, the podcaster extraordinaire, Jeremy Bennett. What's up, broski? How you doing? Good, man. What's happening? Oh, man, there's a ton of stuff happening. We got a lot going on today in the news. Vince McMahon has been uh, in the news today. We're going to be talking about his uh, involvement with NXT, plus big plans for WrestleMania 38 next year. We're probably going to get a repeat of what we have been down this year in Tampa, plus Braun Strowman, big news for uh, for big wrestling fans all over the world because Braun Strowman now announced his first match outside WWE. We got lots to cover, man, lots to cover. Oh, yeah. Before we jump into everything, guys, make sure you are subscribing and liking the show. Make sure you subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Smash that notification bell. We already just passed the 20,000, so make sure you help us get to 30,000 by subscribing and smashing that notification bell. Also, engage with the show. Today, hit your likes, your hearts, your angry emojis. Doesn't matter. Interact with the show. Sound off in the comments. Your comments will be on screen. Let us know what you think about these topics that we're going to be talking about today. First up that we got on the roll here, Jeremy, Vince McMahon reportedly going to be producing the new rebranded version of NXT. What's the story? What do you got for us? Uh, looks like, uh, according to Brian Alvarez of uh, the Wrestling Observer, uh, those in WWE believe that the show just looks too dark. That's why you're seeing the colorful logo changes, uh, just the overall presentation. They're basically going to gut the CWC. Uh, September, I believe, uh, get the calendar out. I think the 14th is uh, when they're going to be their first live show after their uh, round of tapings. Um, 15th, it looks like. Yeah, no, 14th. Mm -hmm. That is correct. The 14th, yep. They yeah, go the back 14th. And they the 14th. Yep. Uh, so the uh, CWC is going to be completely different looking, and obviously you got the new logo, uh, and obviously new direction with Vince McMahon now uh, going to call the shots. Uh, Fightful Select had uh, more information on this. Um, uh, in addition, uh, Bruce Pritchard is going to be producing NXT. Uh, I mean, so it's basically going to be cloning Ron Smackdown. Now they used to have a different producer for Ron Smackdown. Used to have a different feel. They changed that up to where now basically it's the same management team. So now basically all three shows are going to have the same management team. Uh, uh, Fightful Select continued on to say that um, that with uh, Bruce Pritchard producing NXT and uh, adding that McMahon and Pritchard will be behind the big decisions, but not the little ones. Uh, they'll be behind the marketing, the promotion, and the direction of NXT. Their role in booking may only be in regards to those at the top of the card, not necessarily the mid-carders and lower-card wrestlers. Uh, Fightful mm -hmm. spoke to numerous talents within NXT, uh, and they have not been informed of this decision yet and have been basically left in the dark with this news. 
they uh, have also said that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard were not at the recent set of tapings, probably because this may not take full effect until that live show on the 14th is probably why you haven't seen them yet. But they have noticed that Jamie Noble has been in the Performance Center a lot more lately as well. Um, and uh, the talent has been told that Bruce Pritchard will be at the Performance Center this weekend. So um, lots of changes on the horizon. And yeah, and, definitely uh, tons of changes coming uh, here to the CWC and NXT. Um, but you know what? It's uh, there are some people that like you know that darker and greedy feel to NXT, and that's what actually attracted a lot of the hardcore viewers to NXT. Yeah was that darker, a little bit more intimate, a little bit more gritty uh, persona. My wife actually is a great example. She doesn't watch wrestling like uh, like we do, right? But yeah. she'll watch NXT because it has that cool, grimy feeling to it. And I think that was part of the charm, right? Yeah. How, how long can you do make that charm work? Yeah. And now you it's going to, now it's basically going to be more of the same of what you get with Raw and SmackDown, just on a smaller scale. Um you know, it, it, the NXT, as we know, it is done. Uh, you know, I said that before, even though, you know, Kevin would fight me on saying, I, I never said NXT is dead, just the NXT, as you know, it is dead. And now this is proof. Vince is coming in and basically uh, going to be running the show from the top down. And uh, then the rest of it's going to trickle down basically under the same kind of management as Vince has got it. So the NXT that you've known is dead. True. Uh, Will you get a good product? Sure. There is still a lot of good talent on that roster. Will you lose a lot of that talent when their contracts are up? Hell yeah. Uh, Will you see a Johnny Gargano stick around? Probably not. He might be more likely ready to leave once his contract's Mm -hmm. up. Tomasa Champa, he probably will leave when his contract is up. Guys like that are probably going to bail for either the indies or even, you know, maybe, you know, maybe AEW. AEW is not always the answer, but for some people, like a Gargano, it could be the answer. Champa, maybe there, maybe there's other answers for him. Uh, it, it depends, but it, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. But I have a feeling a lot of this is probably pressure by NBC Universal because of the ratings. And I think that's probably a key driver in what, why Vince is doing what he's doing. Yeah, it could be. It could be the, the one of the main driving forces. You know, we've had reports in the past. Um, you know, for example, when Universal saw that Raw uh, Raw's ratings were tanking, they introduced a twenty four seven title in an effort <laughs> to try to boost those ratings. Right. So, th- so you know, this you know, speculating right, this could be something that NBC Universal has requested from uh, mm. WWE. I just really feel bad here for Triple H because this is Triple H's baby. You yeah. know. Triple H, you know, birthed it, raised it, and now it's being taken out of his custody. That's that's fact. You know, this is something that Triple H was behind all the decisions there. He was the the guy doing all the storylines and getting everything put together. And now it's just literally being yanked away from, you know, from his hands. And, And I think Triple H knows how to relate to the hardcore wrestling fan. Um, but Vince McMahon and Bruce do know how to relate to the casual viewer. And I think that that's what they're probably trying to do is bring some casual viewers over to NXT. Could you imagine a world because there is a lot of talk that says that it is not necessarily going to be triple H taking over when Vince is done. Yeah. Then could you imagine a world where triple H starts his own company? 
damn. I don't know, man, because even though with you know with you know with Triple H you know coming up with NXT, mm-hmm. this uh, I don't know. He he is a WWE guy. He is a company guy. And remember, he is married to the boss's daughter. You know, so but what happens if uh, when the boss steps down, he's not the boss anymore? What what if he's not the next in line? That's true. That's true. Could what if they sell? See? What if they sell and he's not the boss? You know, that that's very true. It's not in his hands. It's in the hands of the board members. And uh, there's a lot of politics, I'm sure, at the very high up when it comes to that. So I wouldn't be surprised. That would be awesome. That like, would it, man that imagine that would shake things up for sure. That would uh, leave for some just some stepping up the game and killer product there between what Triple H would do and what AEW would do, what Impact is going to do with the guys they bring in. And <laughs> that'd be kind of an amazing thing. Probably far off. I mean, Vince is, you know, who knows when Vince is going to step down. But, I mean, I've seen a lot of things that say that it, it's not imminent that Triple H is going to be the man taking over when Vince steps down. So, Yeah, man. Uh, let's jump into some of these comments here. And if you guys are just joining us, let us, let us know where you're watching us from. We've got... Viewers watching us from Durban, South Africa, uh, from all over the world. So we really appreciate you guys hanging out and and tuning in to the show. Make sure you are subscribing and engaging with the shows. But a lot of fans are being very vocal here. Tom Tim Hardy uh, watching us on Facebook. This is the fans' fault for not watching. Well, you know, if if it's if you have a show that's not attracting people, you know, you got to do something. If the fans watch this, it wouldn't be happening. Clearly, what Triple H was doing didn't relate to the casuals. Yeah, because like uh, NXT did about seven in uh, seven seventy last night, which is what Rampage did on a Friday night at a worst time slot, and they're doing this at a a good time slot on a Tuesday. You know, um, so I, you know, I, I'm assuming NXT or USA is probably not thrilled at a, at that kind of a number where they could probably get that number with a SVU rerun. You know. <laughs> Probably. You're probably right. Michael Campos here on Facebook. Going back to the game show NXT when the pros were coaching. Oh, that was so terrible. It was really bad. The only good thing that came out of that was a Daniel Bryan, Chris Jericho match. That was awesome. But (laughs) Uh, Simon Lewinstein, he's saying, I don't have a good feeling about Vince producing NXT. No. And I don't mean maybe and maybe that keeps him away from SmackDown and in He's already kind of away from SmackDown, except for when we get around the big shows. So maybe that continues to make SmackDown better. And uh, so then, you know, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't get it. (laughs) There's a lot of people here that there's a lot of mixed reviews uh, about NXT. Keep sounding off in the comments. We'll, We'll be showing your comments on screen as we go on to the show, but we do have some major WrestleMania news uh, coming out today. WrestleMania 38 is going to be in my second home of Dallas, Texas. That's because that's where the rest of my other family lives, right? Uh, so I'm going to be uh, heading probably to Texas next year for WrestleMania, but it looks like WrestleMania may be a repeat of what happened this year in Tampa. Am I right, Jeremy? Yeah, Fightful Select dropping uh, some news early this morning that uh, after the reception of the fans, hey, they listen to the fans sometimes, um, after the reception of the last two years of WrestleMania being split up into two nights, Fightful has learned that the uh, internal plan 
is for WrestleMania in Arlington to also be split up into two nights, April 2nd and April 3rd. As long as things hold up, it'll actually be the first two-night WrestleMania in front of a full crowd. Uh, uh, of course, the you know card is subject to change, so nothing is official until the company announces it uh, themselves. So, uh, But it's good news that at least internally it sounds like this is the way they're going. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom... I can do it. I think WrestleMania can do it. Um, and the, and it just, it, it burns out the fans to just do an eight hour show. So to split it up across two nights is, is a good thing. And, uh, I, I think it, 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 it not only, uh, it, it keeps the fans from being fatigued in the stadium, but also, you know, from home being able to watch it from home. And, and it's good to see that they've listened to the fans as positive responses to this. I think this is actually a good thing. And I, and there is a pro and con argument on here from both sides. And I totally get it, right? There's the fans that's used to having it on one day. Just should just have it in one day and get it over with. Bam. Yeah. I, myself, I actually do like the two-night idea, idea. One, from a business perspective, right? You're generating more revenue from having two-night ticket sales double the alcohol sales, yeah. food sales, beverage sales, merch sales, two days in a row, okay? Yeah. If we do get full capacity next year, if things are remotely back to normal, right, we can expect some more overseas guys to come over, and that's what's really going to be the big revenue for, yep. for WWE when it comes to WrestleMania 30. So I think this is a really smart idea. Yeah. Uh, Japan did it. New Japan did it. They've been doing it for a while now. Mm-hmm. They, they did it what? Two or three times already. Yeah, it's been a great success. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is great. Not only for WWE, but I think this is also great for the fans. Now, if you're attending the event from another standpoint, attending two nights of WrestleMania in a row is exhausting. So you better <laughs> be prepared. That yeah. is all I'm going to say. I think uh, if things clear up, I know on our end we went back to the mass mandate as well, but um, I think finally things have leveled off instead of increasing for a change. Mm -hmm. You know, things have been increasing for literally a month straight from week to week. The numbers have been increasing. They're finally starting to level off. So hopefully they finally just get this thing killed off within the next couple of months. So if that is the case, there is going to be all this excitement from those, those fans from around the world to travel and so, yeah, there's going to be they're going to they're going to easily pack both nights because there's going to be that that willingness to travel from all around the world and then that excitement to get back to a WWE show. Well, we got some fans in the uh, comment section here watching us on YouTube. Jason Lewis, boo! They boo. need to stop with the two night WrestleMania. I don't want it. Uh, Ricky G on the other uh, uh, Ricky Glow on the other hand, he's saying good. Yeah. I'm happy we need the larger than life superstar back in wrestling, referring to Mitch McMahon taking over uh, NXT. Um, talking to Tim Hardy here, dude, they profit nearly over 300 mil and they keep signing deals left and right. They ain't going anywhere. So I think uh, this WrestleMania 38 two night de- deal, I think this is a good thing overall, yeah. not just for WWE, but for the fans. In, in yeah, and the, and the majority of the fans like it. So, and I mean, seriously, I mean, it, it was just getting out of hand, it was turning into an eight hour show. It was the the last one night was like seven and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. It's it's like it it takes a whole day of work to get through a WrestleMania pay per view, <laughs> right? It, it's ridiculous. 
It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Randy Sam watching us on YouTube. Make wrestling two nights with Raw and SmackDown, but let's add NXT in there too. Yeah, and where are you going to put NXT? Because you got SmackDown on Friday. Uh, do you do TakeOver on Wednesday? Do you, well, I mean, they did the two-night TakeOver thing Tuesday, Wednesday, and then maybe you do the Hall of Fame Thursday. I guess maybe that's where you kind of do it. But uh, it's a clogged up. It kind of clogs things up when you have a two-night WrestleMania with a Hall of Fame and things like that. Uh, we got some uh, some questions here before we head into our final story of the day. Jose, is Vince going to be bring back Braun after it? being the biggest mistake ever. Well, speaking of Braun Strowman, our next story has to do with the former monster among men in WWE. Adam Schur has announced now that he is finally out of his 90-day non-compete clause, he has announced his first post-WWE booking with that man right there, also former WWE superstar EC3. And free the narrative too. What's the scoop on this, Jeremy? Yeah, free the uh, free the narrative uh, was a uh, kind of a pay per view that uh, EC3 put out earlier in uh, the year. With uh, the he- uh, the main event was EC3 and Matt Cardona, but it was a, a kind of a full uh, a full card of matches. Uh, it, it was a really good event for for pretty cheap. Uh, this is going to be a ten dollar event. Uh, you can pre order it on Vimeo. I think is how you say that. Uh, it's going to take place on Friday, October 1st at midnight. Uh, free the narrative to the monster in us all, where Adam Shear takes on EC3. Um, the original uh, free the narrative included guys like Moose, John Schuyler, and Matt Seidel. So you could probably expect guys from uh, Ring of Honor and AEW and Impact Wrestling to all kind of come together to uh, to join EC3 in his uh, second edition of this pay-per-view, which I, I thought the first one was really well done. Uh, and probably uh, he'll imp- probably imp- he probably learned a lot from, from getting this produced the first time and uh, probably will do a, a hell of a job with the second one. And it's a big deal with uh, having Adam Schur now uh, uh, wrestling his first match since then. So it'll I'm, I'm very excited to, to, to hear that uh, e- not only that EC3 is doing another uh, another one of these pay-per-views, but that uh, that Shear's going to wrestle him in this. Yeah, that's going to be something that's probably going to be filmed here in Orlando. I know the first one was filmed here in Orlando because EC3 lives here as well as Adam Schur. And um, it was actually, the first one was actually filmed. The, they did a, a bunch of vignettes and promos and they did it at the uh, gym where I was doing the commissioner work for one of the promotions that I did. Oh. So it was really cool. So it was really cool to see all those extras and how they dressed up the set and everything so this this should be a really good show um, yeah and if if you want to if you want to check out the first one it's uh they uh uh they have discounted it on vimeo now it's five dollars so if you want to go check that first one out with uh ec3 and cardona yeah man i think this is uh this is going to be a good show uh for the hardcore fans i think uh this is something special that you guys will will enjoy um we have seen ec3 and Braun go at it but it's usually ec3 I'm I'm the really bad end of things um, <laughs> on Monday Night Raw, but EC3 yeah. can go. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what this matchup brings at uh, at you know the narrative, man. I think this is going to be good. I think this is going to be good. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. A lot of I think a lot of eyes are going to be on this more so than the first one, uh, just because it's 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 Sure's first match post WWE. So there's going to be a lot of eyes on that one. 
All right, man. Uh, let's jump into some of these comments and questions because I'm getting all sorts of stuff here. Yeah, uh, throw Jeff, us your questions. Jeff Samuel here on YouTube saying, holy cow, EC3 versus Braun. Oh, sh yes. Th this is exactly what I was talking about. And it, it, it ain't no two-minute squash match either on Raw. This is going to be a, a main event on a pay-per-view. Absolutely. Uh, Eli Wask on YouTube is watching. He's saying, a new Bray t-shirt has been on the WWE shop today, Jose. I have no idea about that. If that just happened, we're going to have to check it out. While, we'll, while we read your comments, we'll, we'll take a look at the website. I haven't seen it. But if you see it, Jeremy, I heard that I saw uh, I saw the headline on that today. Um, let me see if I can get anything on that. Uh, uh, nothing new, nothing really new news wise. I, I wonder if it's not a new shirt, to be honest with you. Uh, I think we get this question asked at least three times a week, Jeremy. Jose, will we ever see an AEW invade WWE? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Not right now. WWE. We might see a skit. We might see a skit like uh, a make fun like the DX make, did maybe. Yeah, that, I think that makes sense, right? Like, but we need to have a good faction to put to be able to pull that off. The funny part is, uh, uh, somebody from WWE might answer though, because there's a lot of people who are friends with each other there. So unlike the WCW days where they almost did open the gate, which would have been fun. Uh, you know, there might be, a, you never know what might happen, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, as for on camera, uh, that forbidden door, I don't know if that will ever be open. Yeah. I mean, they always talk about that. They're, the doors are open. They're willing to work with anyone, but we all really know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have Hunter Iggy here watching us on YouTube. Do you think the new NXT will be like SmackDown? Mm, well, SmackDown is good. I'm afraid it's going to be like Raw. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest yeah i mean i don't know i don't know what to expect right now i'm just keeping an open mind I here's mean, the, the colors, problem the colors are fun here's the problem uh watching nxt last night there was absolutely zero captivating stories going on zero nothing there were some good matches gargano and and la yeah la night was good but that was the only match that was good actually there was there was zero storylines or anything outside of you know outside of dexter loomis maybe starting to finally win over gargano but outside there was just nothing Ugh. yeah i agree i agree and we're actually going to jump into all of that tonight at 10 oh, p.m good. here on sports kid wrestling for the debrief rico and myself we're going to be talking about tonight's aew dynamite and last night's nxt even though the viewership rating went up for NXT, it it just wasn't there, man. It really wasn't. Um, LA Knight, I thought, did a really good job with yeah. Gargano. And and the Gargano and Dexter Loomis angle, I think, is... I love it. Uh, I love it. I just yeah. I absolutely love it. That was the only captivating thing for me. Um, I don't know. Uh, right now, like, like the I, I, uh, I'm so ready for... Uh, I'm so ready for... I'm so ready for EO and... And I, I like Zoe Stark, but they do nothing for me. I'm ready for Casey and, and Caden to win next week, those tag titles. Um, you know, the sit down with Joe and, and Barrett was cool, but they did nothing to progress that title picture. Um, I, didn't, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of uh, of anything. I think they're holding their cards for 
the 14th i think i think so too but we got the wedding we got the wedding the index wedding is on the 14th so that's the one thing you can look forward to that i'm definitely looking forward to uh maj raju watching us on youtube jose and jeremy how do you guys feel about corbin's new gimmick love it i am happy with it i happy i see what you did there uh (laughs) uh so far so good i thought it was well done good stuff uh I, I, they, they were about a day late with uh, doing the, the, the casino stuff, but, uh, we, we had suggested that, uh, on a couple of top stories or something before about him hitting a big, uh, maybe at SummerSlam or something, but they, they, they listened to us and, uh, and so far so good. I love that hat too. That hat. We'll take, we'll take credit for that. Yep. We will. We will <laughs> always, always. And Andrew Wilson watching us on Facebook. What happened with Mandy Rose's face last night? That's right. Okay. So last night he he uh, she faced Saray um, in a in a one on one match. Saray kicked the living daylights out of her, but she took that bump really well. Actually, I'm, I, I, big time, big time kayfabe. Uh, she didn't get her face injured. It was just an all an angle. They're setting up something with Mandy Rose and Saray, which is good because now you can consider Mandy Rose a veteran, right? You know, she's Cause... being brought back down to NXT. She's going to help some of these younger talent get over, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, and then uh, you had uh, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane. Is that the other girl? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, they had they had him uh, beat down Saray later on, so it was all just an angle. Uh, one last question here before we sign out: Tim Toscano watching us on Facebook. Will we ever see Lesnar versus Lashley? I hope so. Yeah. The the ingredients are there. The ingredients are there. We just really need to make it happen, make it a priority. I don't know. We have Brock for about a year and a half. They, We better get it in this next year and a half. I, even I, if I, it's not for a title, it doesn't even have to be for a title. Uh, the fact that we can get that match would be a main event match pay-per-view in, in, in any day of the year. All, all parties involved know that this is what the fans want. So I would not be surprised if this is in Dallas for Mania. To be honest, could be, or yeah. or I'm just spitballing, right? Just you know, we still got some time before Survivor Series. What if Brock beats Roman for that title before Survivor Series? They've done it several years in a row now. They did it last year. They did it the year before, where they changed the title one to two weeks before that pay per view. <laughs> yeah. Brock becomes champion. Lashley is still champion. Brock. Lastly, champion versus champion Survivor Series, New York City. Could do that. I think that makes sense. They've I, done it. They've done it for four years in a row. They should do it again. Uh, honestly, much like uh, the Undertaker streak getting broken by Brock Lesnar, I think Roman's uh, single streak should be broken by somebody else than Brock Lesnar. I mean, hell, it, Brock Lesnar even came out and said in an interview recently that he did not want to. Uh, be the one he did not want to end Undertaker's streak, but obviously it was not his call. Uh, I think somebody up and coming should be the one to be the first one to pin Reigns, who has not been pinned since October of 2019 by Happy Corbin. By the way, was the guy that last pinned Roman Reigns. He would get a lot of heat. Yeah, so I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't foresee Lesnar win. I don't. Who knows when he's even going to show up next? So you know, I, I would assume. That's true. I would say it may not, it may, it may be Roman and Brock at Survivor Series for all we know. I was under the assumption that he was supposed to show last Friday and right? we did not get him. 
I think that's, Becky, that's I think it. I think that's why SmackDown got that high rating. They were anticipating yeah. both Becky and and Brock on the show, and we only got one of them. Well, guys, if you enjoyed the show, make sure you are engaging with the show by giving us the thumbs up, the heart emojis, the laugh emojis, the angry emojis. Sound off in the comments. Let us know what you thought about all of the topics today. More importantly than anything, make sure you are subscribing to our YouTube channel. We just hit our 20K uh, goal. Now we got another goal. It's 30K. So help us get to 30K by subscribing and smashing that notification bell. If you're watching us on Facebook, share tonight's show in your favorite wrestling group and tag your friends in the comment section so they can join in on the conversation. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be live tonight at 10 p.m. here on the Sports Keto Wrestling Channel with the debrief. Rico and myself will be covering NXT and AEW Dynamite in anticipation to All Out this weekend. We got a ton of exclusive content coming this weekend uh, ahead of All Out. We will be live at the Now Arena in Chicago. Kevin Kellum will be in Chicago covering All Out while Rick Uccino and myself cover the post-show Sunday night. So tons of exclusive stuff coming this weekend, so make sure you don't miss it. I got Recons of Wrestling Thursday night, 8 p.m., live on YouTube and on Facebook, so make sure you go ahead and give me a like and a subscribe there. Jeremy, go ahead and get your plugins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tonight, after Dynamite, uh, myself and uh, fellow sports keto writer Matt Black, we are going to be recording our latest episode of Lost in the Midcard as we make our march to episode 300. Uh, yes, we have almost gotten to 300 episodes. Uh, so that'll drop on uh, Thursday evening uh, for you. We, of course, will be making our all-out predictions and, of course, talk about dynamite and all the other television as long as well as the uh, top stories and headlines of the week as well just search for lost in the mid card uh for podcasts also on the youtube we got a video version as well boom and we also do have a podcast feed if you want prefer to listen to all of our shows in podcast form go ahead and give us a subscribe and leave us a five-star review on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcast. So go ahead and check us out over there. So for Jeremy Bennett, I'm Jose G. We'll catch you guys tomorrow here live on the top story. And remember, when you're watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing. Jeremy, tell them what it is. That is enjoy wrestling. Yeah. 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 See, let me talk to you.